0: The basketball tournament is coming back to the Charleston Coliseum in Charleston, West Virginia, July 24th through 27th, and Best Virginia will be there. Come and cheer on your Mountaineer alumni team as they try to win the $1 million prize. Get your tickets today at thetournament.com tickets.
1: Hey, Mountaineer fans, after a year of being stuck at home, you deserve all the latest WVU gear, gifts, and apparel to show your Mountaineer pride. Our friends at the Book Exchange are offering 25% off with our promo code BX4FINAL4. Shop online at bookexchangewv.com or at their downtown Morgantown or Evansdale locations. That promo code again is BX4FINAL4.
0: Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I got my lovely co-host, Ashley, with me that's me we got super producer dave in the building
3: more me less flow yeah it's what the people want to hear
2: uh trusty intern ethan what's up what up what up and then of course like dave said john is not here because he does not care about the program and he (laughs) just wants to do what he wants to do so you know what can we do about
1: that it's kind of funny because you know, he's you know in the playoffs right now, but like literally I see a text from him this morning that says, I can record tomorrow, and then all of a sudden it's, never mind. And it's like, oh, yeah. what the hell, dude? <laughs> what was that about? This
2: is, yeah, the suspense was killing me. I, was I know. Like, I don't know. What, what are you doing?
3: <laughs> to the people at home, they're like, what's going on with the show lately? We're in that weird phase where we didn't have it for a while because of COVID. Everyone was kind of home or, or, or chill, but the guys play overseas, and there's different time zones, and it's hard to get everybody... Uh, Ash has a normal nine to five like me, so like the times that the guys are available, we're not available and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's difficult.
2: I think today. people I think people understand that by now. And if they don't then oh well.
1: Get used <laughs> to it.
2: <laughs> nah, we're like, sorry. <laughs> we're doing
1: our best. Okay. God we're damn it, it, we're doing our, our best.
2: best. Exactly. Exactly. So what's what's been going on lately, guys? How's everybody everybody been doing?
1: Mm, good. Things have been pretty good. I uh what's been going on? Work. Work's been busy good stuff Mm -hmm. though um it's nice that everything seems to be going back semi-normal like at work we're getting back to doing like our road show thing which we didn't do because of covid so and a lot more like live broadcasts and stuff so hopefully this (laughs) this whole covid thing doesn't pop off again i'm hoping but um i'm not gonna hold my breath at the same time but yeah, gotcha.
2: are, are we on another variant yet, or are we still on Omicron?
1: I can't keep. We're, up. I don't we're know on a second on. version of Omicron right now, but it's still mm. Omicron.
3: That's the one I had, gotcha. baby. BA two, BA two,
1: dude. I'm starting to wonder. I so I had a sinus infection. What now? Two, three weeks ago, and um, I had symptoms for a few days before I even bothered testing myself. Tested myself negative twice and like my sister had the same thing and she tested herself twice nothing right negative but now i'm starting to wonder if this isn't a version of covid cuz it has lingered on for freaking ever like it's not mm-hmm. that bad now but like i don't know if you can hear the scratchiness in my voice if i talk for too long i lose it and then mm-hmm. um every once in a while i'll just cough gross crap up and it's it's so bizarre i don't know mm-hmm. what it is but um, I'm not the only one that's had it. Like, almost everyone I know has had this thing, and it's lingering forever.
3: We c- you could just have a cold. Remember colds? Yeah, I
1: was like, <laughs> remember true. the good old days when people <laughs> weren't worried they were going to die every time they
2: just had a simple cough? Well, one you know what's lives? ironic
1: about that, though? I literally have not, like, had a cold, a sinus infection, anything, for almost three years now. Yeah. Like, how weird is that, that I didn't get <laughs> sick during COVID?
3: The first time when um, we first took our masks off, when it was like that summer lull last year, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, yes, I I don't like wearing a mask, but I will happily put it on, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the second I took it off and started going around the grocery store, I got the shittiest cold I've ever had because my body was like, oh, yeah, we forgot about these. Right. (laughs) It was just on my (laughs) ass. And you
1: know what? Maybe that's why it happened to me, because I literally just stopped wearing a mask a few weeks ago. Yeah. And that's oh wow, that's weird. Maybe that is what I, I it was, is.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say though, like even you know, obviously the masks are good for not transmitting, you know, COVID around the people, but also aren't you supposed to be getting certain germs? Like, isn't that what's is supposed to be to like get you used to whatever you know you may get in the future? Like, isn't that it's it's helping, but on one hand it's hurting too.
1: Um, I wouldn't say it hurts necessarily, especially people our age, because at Mm. that point, our bodies have already been exposed, right? We've already Mm. been exposed to coronaviruses. We've already been exposed to influenza. Like our bodies have already had those antibodies and know how how to fight it. Um, But I mean, you make a good point. At the same time, I don't know that it's that valid, you know?
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah. For yeah, we're just people. not exposing so. ourselves to respiratory viruses with the mask right. and stuff. Like we're still getting gross-handed stuff over to us from people at stores and stuff like that. So mm-hmm.
1: it's also interesting mm, yeah. too that my allergies hadn't acted up in a few years either. But it's because again, wearing a mask filters out pollen and all the things that I'm allergic to. So it's, I mean, mm, honestly, yeah. this is no joke. COVID or not, winter time when it's flu season and like gross season. I'm wearing a mask regardless because I am yeah. not trying to get sick.
3: And I'm, I'm not trying to bore people with mask talk, but oh my god! In the winter, that mm-hmm. face mask—oh, chef's kiss! Oh,
1: yes, a hundred percent. When face. you got to walk across that parking yeah. lot and the wind's blowing, and you're like, mm, my face is nice and toasty. I don't know oh, yeah. though.
2: It's like your your side is still exposed
1: though. I don't know about that one. I'm like oh, I don't know. You're you don't think a mask if your you face warm? is
2: still exposed,
1: huh? Oh. See, my mask covers like my whole face.
2: Oh, yeah, I got some futuristic shit. I only got the, I got the simple one. It just covers your
1: mouth. And then yesterday, of course, was the spring game. I can't, dude, perfect weather yesterday. God, it was so nice out. A little warm, but I was enjoying it. Uh, The spring game, of course, uh, was aired on uh, ESPN Plus yesterday. I didn't get to watch it, though, because I went to this art thing down by the waterfront. But Ethan, were you at the game yesterday?
4: I was not at the game yesterday, but I did watch it on ESPN Plus. Lovely and ESPN thoughts. Plus, by the way. Uh the offense under the new offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell, looks really promising. That's it what looks gives so me. much better. Mm-hmm. Looks so much better than the last couple seasons. All the quarterbacks play, played pretty well. Um, Preston uh, Fox is a Morgantown native. Mm-hmm. He was a walk on. He got offered a scholarship yesterday. Oh, wide nice wide receiver! Yeah. Nice. Uh He, I mean he he played his he played his butt off. 117 yards, five uh, five receptions. Dang! Um, so they their offense is their offense is so much better this year. Just them flinging the ball around and
1: mm-hmm. not just running it.
4: <laughs> yeah, not just running it on third and six. Nice. <laughs> How, how much stock do you put into the
2: spring game? Because obviously, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that they were playing like their hundred percent. So, how much stock would you say? You said the the offense looked way better, but in what ways would you say it looks better?
4: I wouldn't put much stock into the spring game just because it's kind of like a glorified scrimmage or practice. But mm-hmm. just it's promising. Look, like noticing that they're throwing it deeper than they did when Deggy was at quarterback. Like that's that's already a step up when they're launching it twenty thirty yards.
1: A hundred percent.
4: Do
2: you think at this point that us as Mountaineer fans are just like looking for something to hold on to rather than just, I guess I would say, seeing it objectively, we're just kind of looking for anything that could that could be an upgrade. Or you think Definitely it really looks easily. promising? Yeah. I,
4: I think it looks I think it looks promising. But everybody everybody's really high on JT Daniels and Nico, which is understandable. But mm-hmm. just you gotta let them at least get the campus and play before you start hyping them up,
1: right? As much as they are. Yeah, That's, no, a hundred percent. How did how did JT do yesterday?
4: He's not on campus. Yet. Oh, is he'll he not? In, so we didn't get to see no, him yesterday. Okay. No, he'll come in May.
1: Got you. Now Joe told me he he said that uh, as far as the offense, because he said the same thing. The offense looked good. Um, he said the offensive line looked really good. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Yep.
4: Yeah, they brought back they brought back everybody from last season. Perfect. So I mean I'd hope they could I hope they get better under another year. Definitely. With them, with well honestly other, that's
1: so. that's uh, that was a big part of our problem because it's not like Dagi couldn't launch the ball. I mean he can he didn't have, he didn't the prob- have time. He didn't have time. Exactly. So if mm-hmm. we have a decent offensive line that can hold and give our skilled quarterbacks the you know, the ability to throw the damn ball, then uh, yeah. I yeah. I I don't I Here's the thing. We have an adjustment period to make, obviously, for this coming year. I don't expect perfection. I don't even expect greatness. But I do expect it to be better, right? Mm -hmm. Just progress. Yes. And honestly, I feel like this is a clutch year for Neil Brown. If he doesn't show something this year, it's not going to bode well for him either.
4: Yeah, Especially with... Two rivalry games with Pitt and Virginia Tech. So, Ooh, yeah, I was just that's about right. To ask we like got like... to win at least one of those.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we start this season with that Pitt game at Pitt. Yep, yowza. hmm.
4: It's Thursday. That's on that's primetime Thursday night.
2: Crazy. What are y'all expectations on the season? What it what to you to what to you, Ash and Ethan, is a good season in your estimation? the Ooh. record and everything what what do you think
4: is a good season hmm. Ash I'll let you answer
1: first <laughs> <laughs> How many games do we have in a season 12,
4: 12. 12 Okay
1: I mean anything I mean it has to be it has to be over the 6 and 6 mark right so I'm going to say like I want personally I would like to see like an 8 and 4 situation okay. but I will settle I will settle for a seven and five.
2: Okay.
4: Okay.
1: That's my thought.
4: Yeah, fair enough. I think, with, I think with just the situation Neil's in right now, like he's, he does everything well, except actually game plan. Like he's a great recruiter. Yep. He like his, everybody gives him crap for the culture, but I don't think the culture is as bad as people think it is. I just think it's the way college sports is now at the transfer portal. Yep. But I just, he does need to make progress. If he's seven and five, eight and four with a bowl game, and a bull win. So mm-hmm. The bull win would help too. Yes, mm-hmm. if he just shows progress from what was last season, I think he'll be all right. Agree. Yeah, I I think also because you know how our fans are,
2: and I don't want to say that we, I don't want to use the word delusional, but I'm gonna use it. Uh, I think sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes we have these lofty expectations of the coaches, and yes. we see the talent. Sometimes I okay, I get it, obviously, you want to win every game, you want to win as much games as possible, but you also have to look at the talent that's on these teams and be realistic at the same time so at the, as much as we want him to you know the culture to get better and him you know continuing to be a better recruiter and better coach, we also have to be realistic with the the talent we have too, so I think the the seven and five eight, and four, I think that's manageable, I think that's doable now, all these people that are saying you know. Let's go ten and two or eleven and one, whatever undefeated. Like, come on now, let's pump the brakes on that. You know what I mean? We have to. I agree. We have to be realistic. There's people out there. There's people out there that believe that. Oh, trust. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I know. But we have to be realistic. Not saying to not shoot for the stars. Obviously, that's the goal. But you know, let's come down on the expectations a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's also unnerving. Do you think other fan bases are as bad as ours?
2: Our fan base is not bad. That's the thing is, you know, when we say certain stuff like that, it wanting to win and be great is not bad. Well, also, I think that a lot of undue stress is put on coaches and players that go to our university, yes. especially because We talked about this before, like the location, West Virginia University. It's not, let's be honest, it's not a prime place where, you know, college kids want to go. Now they go there because of, you know, the culture, they see the fans, how much they support. And then we have great coaches, but it's not a prime time spot for a lot of guys. So we might not always get the top tier guys, but at the same time, they, you know, they work hard and they improve over the years. So we have to keep that in mind, I think.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, no. The 100%. fan
2: base
4: is definitely in a unique situation. I mean, I think college football mostly has fans that are expecting ten win seasons. Mm-hmm. Like you go, all those SEC schools, they go. That's like that's a religion for them is football. Like, but just with West Virginia is being the only team in the whole state. Basically, it's I I I understand the passion for sure. But sometimes you also, but sometimes you also have to be a little realistic. For sure, no doubt. And we have great fans, great fans. I love
2: our fans.
1: Oh, our fans are very dedicated. Our fans are great, very dedicated. Yeah. yes. We're and most of them are great.
3: The frustration a lot comes from like it's been X amount of years again now. Like your whole campaign's been trust the climb. At what point do you start saying like, all right? When do we stop? Like when can exactly? We yeah. When yeah. can we feel like? We, when can we feel like this is his program now? I think we feel like the, the chess pieces are in the right places, that kind of stuff. And I I don't know that it's geared to anyone personally. I think the anger is directed that way. But again, online anger is not real anger. It's fleeting anger and craziness most of the time. Um, right. But I just, it's hard to know when the train's at the station to, to kind of know, all right. Well, that's what now. I
1: want to know. Yeah. When does this climb in? When are we at the peak? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> who?
3: Wait, who made <laughs> this mantra though? Did he make it or did, did we make it as fans when he came here? Who made that? No, market? I'm sure
1: it was probably a university marketing ploy. Okay.
3: Yeah, the second that he got here, it's like, all right, we know we're not where we need to be. Trust the climb, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm, and they're still using it going into year four.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, exactly. We're over it.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, good good luck to the football team. Um, you know, we're cheering for them. Um, obviously, I, I think we can all agree even with the success of basketball that it's a, still a football school people are rooting for the football school to to, to do well so uh, mm-hmm. yeah um i think he has one i he has one more year this is his year to prove it if he doesn't prove it yep i i think yeah i think some heads are going to start rolling
1: agreed i think yeah we're going to be looking elsewhere just saying cuz
4: yeah, yeah. Hey, he's made he's made changes in the coaching staff. He's brought in a really good offensive coordinator. It's it's time it's time to show results. Yeah,
2: I think I so. It. I think so.
0: Hey, good looking! Thanks for listening to the show. Help us spread the word and tell your family and friends about us. We're available on all major podcast apps and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast.
2: We had um, a big transfer of something I didn't see coming from um, the basketball team. Jalen Bridges uh, committed to Baylor.
1: Yeah. Woo. Man. This is crazy to me, dude. Like of all schools, because he was getting, I mean, he got looks from Ohio State. It's like, why why Baylor? Why stay in the conference?
2: I I wish Jalen all the best of luck. Uh, Obviously, talented Good kid, yes, but I just don't like this move, Mm -hmm. man. This is this is just doesn't seem like a fresh start to me. Like, um, not only is Baylor uh big time recruiting wise, so it's not guaranteed that he's gonna get a lot of playing time. Obviously, if he gets there and he, he does well, he's gonna get you know, he's gonna get his fair share of playing time, but on that side, it's bad. But you gotta come back to Morgantown
1: twice, you gotta play against Morgantown twice. I just
2: don't see that yeah. being, oh, man. <clears throat> I don't know. I know.
1: I don't either. And I I mean, dude, love Jalen, you know, fellow, fellow West Virginian. Mm-hmm. Love him for life. No doubt about it. But a part of me is like, this is kind of dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like This is like so drama. Like, it's like getting back at your ex. Like, oh, you you. I broke up with you and now I'm going to yeah. date your best friend. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It, it feels like that, but I don't want to put that on him. Because at the end of the day, no, I Baylor, don't.
2: out of no. all the schools that I'm sure he had, was the best school in mind. You know what I mean? As well, far yeah, as, I mean, they
1: just won a national championship last year. So it's not like. Exactly. Yeah.
2: As far as reputation wise and basketball wise. But at the same time, it's like. Are you picking the best school or are you picking the best school for you? That's the difference. Right. What are you what are you doing
4: here? Because Exactly. I
2: I, I just don't man.
4: I I, I can't know. I can't wait wait for that for when Baylor comes to Morgantown. That's gonna be interesting. Oh man. Oh,
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure.
2: It's gonna make for some good TV though. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be tuned in. Wherever I am, I'm tuned in to this game. Cause what if he comes He's like, back? like,
1: I'm and, getting my popcorn. Oh, I'm yes. getting
2: ready. Because what if he comes back and kills? Cause then it's like, all right, what do we do with
1: <laughs> But then it's like, what do we do with that? But what if he doesn't? <laughs> that's yeah. the other question. Yeah, what a- if he doesn't?
2: What what do we do in both situations? Do we
1: Exactly
2: How do we how do we measure his success on his reason for transferring? Like, does he need the average 10 points? Does he need to be a starter? Like, what? what is the measure of his success for his transfer?
1: That's a good question, actually.
3: We, we could try and ask him.
1: Well, I was going to say, out of all this, like, I really think we need to get Jalen back on, I especially would, now that he's committed to Baylor. I think this conversation should be had.
2: I want to hear from him. I would love to hear Jalen's side of the story. And I, again, he Jalen didn't do anything wrong. Jalen no. picked the school that he felt was right for him and mm-hmm. you know and and i wish him all the best but i just i just this is this is a head scratcher right here i don't know why it is he's yeah because it's just not a fresh start to me if you figure you know if you don't like a certain situation you would get outside the conference i feel like me personally i feel like ohio state would have been a great you know he's in the big 10 uh mm-hmm. still close to west virginia enough but you don't yep. have to play them maybe out of conference game maybe once or whatever but other than that it just—I don't know. I don't know. What do I? I'm answer? curious too.
1: I wonder. Do you think his girlfriend's gonna transfer to Baylor too? She's like in the pictures with him and everything. I mean, obviously they're very serious. Yeah. So him going all the way to Texas when she goes to WVU, I wonder if she's gonna transfer.
2: I mean, I heard a part of the. I don't want to say a part of the reason of him transferring, but just like one of the problems was just like people attacking his girlfriend online or him online after, you know, if we lost or had a bad game, whatever like that. So I I would figure if he's gone that she would follow
1: him, but I don't know. Right. Well, here's the thing too. They need to remember at the end of the day, just ignore it.
4: Exactly. People
1: are going to do that no matter where you fucking go. This is not exclusive to West Virginia. How are you going to
4: measure? How are you going to measure a fan base's Twitter usage? (laughs) when you're in the portal
3: exactly I don't know did you see the uh, graphic that's on the screen Kev we'll describe it to you but it's like the five returning players with loyalty written behind the <laughs> posters. I got loyalty I don't inside it. my DNA. I don't and like then that. the why is okay. No. I don't get the giant L in a different color. Like, is that calling out Jalen or is saying we get L's? I don't understand. And that's like, what I right. And oh. that is a
1: really good
4: point. That's what you were. I didn't know that's what you were talking about in earlier days. Like, is
3: that the unintended consequence of that? That like we get giant L's. I thought that and was then, just
4: like ironic lighting.
3: No, and then like also like what if any of these people transfer? Next year, and we just have this exactly. graphic out there, and be like,
1: that's "Yeah, we're loyal." Oh, dude, that's gonna look wild. only one
4: of those guys, only one of those guys, has played two seasons. Like the rest of them, either barely played or just played one year. The thing that gets me too year. is
3: that knowing, like, you guys through this and and our TBT stuff is like, aren't you all like friends or pretty close or like at least like tight with each other? And then to like have this be put out, like, who is on our marketing team? In this?
2: Who's in our marketing That's team? That's what I so want to know. Like, we, they're doing stuff.
1: This is vile. Yeah, this... This is vile. I don't
2: like, man, because, again, like, so when a, when a coach goes to a different school, they don't have to sit out. They don't have to sit out another year. or they, Nothing is being said to a coach that wants to move on yep. to a different school. Right. But with a player, it's just, like, totally different, man. Like, at the end of the day, everybody has to do what they feel like is best for them. Now, whether the decision mm-hmm. is right or not is a different story,
3: but you can't blame somebody for for doing what they feel is right for them. I don't like that. And that's what we said. That's what we said in our chat is like, I view it as like a full-time job from everything that I've heard from you guys, getting up early, practicing, going to school, practicing games, traveling. It's a job. And if you don't like your job and you have the ability to go somewhere else that may be better in your head or maybe better, you know, you have better guarantees of stuff like playing and exposure and stuff like that. Why would you stay somewhere you hate? Because, you know, loyalty like i don't get it you, you don't owe loyalty to anyone except yourself like, exactly gonna, right and and i know that might wrinkle some feathers to people like i live and die but you're not like on the team fighting for that spot yeah. you're not fighting for that playing time i don't know it's a job man like Be- because you know what a coach isn't gonna have loyalty
2: to you if you're not doing the job well they're gonna recruit right over you so, a coach is, so how right. the hell you expect a player to have loyalty when the coach is not going to have loyalty to you if you're not doing the job? So I, that's, that's mm-hmm. just an aspect of s- sports in general that I don't understand how the, the player gets a lot of grief, but a coach doesn't get any grief if they decide to go somewhere else. It just doesn't make any right. sense. Not
1: only that. This makes the university look bad. This makes us look like bitter fucking Betty up in here. Like, oh, we lost Jalen. Let's slap him in the face with this loyalty post. It's fucking know. Like, give me a fucking Also, like, aren't we
3: benefiting from the portal right now as well? Absolutely.
2: We are. Everybody is. Everybody is taking their losses. Everybody is taking, is gaining from the portal. We're all in the same boat right now. There's not one. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like everybody is is taking their fair share of losses and wins. So you just gotta, you just gotta keep the get with the punches and keep rolling. Like that's it. That's all you could do. But dwelling on mm-hmm. who left and you know who's staying, that that just
3: just doesn't seem pro- productive.
1: Right. Did Jalen tweet that after that was posted?
3: Yeah. That's the implication that everyone's taking with it. Yeah.
1: Gas to the fire.
4: I mean, it was like. It was, right. It was like 15 minutes after that tweet. Wow!
1: Someone replied, "Might have to start calling you Charmin because you're ultra soft." Oh my, oh
4: my god! Those are all the <laughs> comments. Is calling them ultra soft? I just I don't
2: I don't like that, man. Again, if you don't if you don't agree with his decision, okay, cool. But at the same time, to try to assassinate somebody's character <gasps> because they didn't do something you wanted them to do. That's whack.
1: Dude, this tweet, dude left to go hold another team's trophy. He was mad at dudes jumping in his girlfriend's DMs, and then he goes to a school where their athletes don't even ask for consent. Oh, Jesus Christ. How? Oh, they went
2: there. They went there. That
1: tweet, wow. That
2: was weird, though, seeing him in that picture holding the national championship trophy. That was weird. That was a weird look.
3: That was a bad look. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. I agree. Yeah, definitely but a bad the, look. The Whoever's idea like, that was
3: was stupid do the too. Just like hand it to them to show that, like, hey, we're the national champ. You're coming to the national champs, not like you were part of winning. But they're
1: that. not. But they're not. They weren't national champs yeah, this year. Oh, they, they? Yeah,
3: because they
2: weren't national champs this year. No. They, they were the year before. Oh, so yeah, it made more sense.
4: They're, the shirt, yeah, they the went shirt, out. What they went out first round, round this year, right? Yeah. No, they went out second. They went out second okay. round. Okay, but the shirt says twenty to twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like they they went it's, out the way to do yeah.
1: it. Right. And it's and I think that's stupid. I don't know,
2: man. I
3: don't know.
1: People that market for these teams, like what is going on? What is going I on? I think
3: if you're gonna leave a job you don't like, that's one thing. But you could be like Ethan and just get like five other jobs and then like never leave any of them and then <laughs> like never tell them that you're <laughs> signing up for other jobs too. Like that's always cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
2: he's never
3: gonna let that go
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not
3: but um
2: yeah i mean off off that topic let's talk about the the guys that came in for transfer portal for us because we did have some good pickups um we got the guy uh Tucson, the point guard from iowa transfer i heard he's he's pretty good um junior mm-hmm. college transfer what what is the guy is bell jimmy jimmy bell something bell, bell jimmy okay bell. yeah i heard he i heard he's good um we have uh, a Wag- Wagyu. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Muhammad. Lou. And um, Stevenson, Eric Wagyu. Stevenson. Right, that's the one from South Carolina.
3: Yeah, we yep. talked. We yeah, talked, he's talked got about, he's got one year. Okay. We talked about some of these guys last time. Oh, okay. um, with with Wells, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, folks, if you're there listening at home. Yeah. But there was a who was the guy that just signed like r- that Monday.
2: Was that Jimmy? Was that Jimmy
3: Bell? Wasn't that that yeah. Jimmy Bell yeah. Jr.? Yeah. Yes. Is that Big Tunk, Ethan?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's Big Tunk. <laughs> oh, here you go. No, no,
3: no, no. What?
1: Say that again. Big what?
3: Tunk. Big Tunk. Another big marketing.
4: Tu yeah. <laughs> Is he the new truck? I don't know what it means. What does that the new truck? mean? I have no. I don't idea. get it. Oh,
3: maybe this just says no, that was like, like his tunk nickname, up. I
4: guess. Big Tunk.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Ethan, explain this to me. I don't understand.
3: I don't either. We, we oh, need some, we some new marketing people. It's official. <laughs> no, that was that was him. That was him. Oh, yeah, that was his, his name. Okay, his that wasn't, name. wasn't something they named. Him. Yeah. Okay, all
2: right, all right. All right. Well,
1: call me Big
2: Tunk. I need. We need to get down <laughs> to the bottom of this. We need to know what that means.
4: I mean, he, he's six ten to eighty. I mean, he's big, but like, I don't get the Tunk part. He's huge.
1: Yeah, that's a big man.
2: Jeez. All right. Well, hey, he I said we needed a um I said we need a big man. We need a presence inside both on the offensive and defensive end. So hopefully he can provide that along with uh, Wagyu. And um yeah, we already have we have James who I think is promising too coming back as from his freshman year. Um so I, I'm I'm liking our um uh, I'm liking our front court right now. We'll see if it I pans
4: like it. out think they're going to add another front court player maybe two they only got one scholarship left right or no two scholarships yeah they have they have one scholarship left but just everything like it just it just sounds like they they're going after so many people yeah. mm-hmm. in the portal still like it's it, they're still reaching out to a couple guys every day
2: it seems yeah. like how how do how do y'all feel like the portal affects high school recruiting do you think is ultimately going to end high school recruiting if you have established guys that are in the portal looking for new schools are you just going to ultimately stop recruit high school recruiting or you think there's always going to be a spot for that
1: i think there will always be a spot for that and honestly if i'm if knowing what i know i don't think that the portal is going to continue the way that it's going now there's too much at risk for big money. Mm. So with that being said, I think that once COVID now has died down a little bit, they're going to go, yeah, we're going to go back to what the portal was before. If you go into the portal, you got to sit out. Either. Yeah. I really think that's what's going to happen. Yeah,
2: cause now it's the wild, wild west. Every, any, it is the wild wild west, and anywhere. and
1: there's too much, yeah, and there's too much risk and too much reward to like, but the reward's not as high as the risk because there's teams out there that could theoretically lose their entire fucking team, kind of like how what happened to us last mm-hmm. year, like pretty much almost everyone that was going to be our starting five left. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know it, there's just too much risk there, and with these bigger schools that have really big money, no, no, they're not going to have yeah. it, yeah.
2: True. And you're gonna lose kids to you're gonna lose kids to the Kentucky's Kansas's dude. Like you it's it's inevitable because you just don't mm-hmm. have the you know, some schools just don't have the resources. Like you have you have yep. a school like St. Peter's who just went to the Elite Eight, I think, and now I think three or four of their starters on the team are going, I'm sure, to better offers somewhere high more high major schools. So it's just like Absolutely. as a mid major how how do you weather this storm? Like you you can't. It's no, impossible. You
1: can't. You definitely can't. Yeah. There's nothing. There's. I mean. There's nowhere to go mm-hmm. from there. Y- so yesterday,
4: yesterday, Miami. Uh, there was a report out that Miami got uh, Kansas State transfer Nigel Pack. Um, there was a report that came out that he is going to get four hundred thousand dollars in a car every
1: year. Ho- wait, what?
4: That's his NIL contract, Sheesh. basically.
1: That also seems a bit shade, right? Like, before you couldn't play pay players, but now it's like, okay, big donors to the universities can go to these kids and be like, oh, well, I'll sign you under my company with an NIL deal, and I'll give you this.
2: Let's call it what it is. People that were doing it, schools that were doing this behind closed doors are now just doing it in public. Now it's just... For Absolutely. everybody to be seen, yep. they were doing this a long time ago. They had these resources, money, and everything, and now mm-hmm. they're just able to do it out in public. So, is it, I don't think anything yep. has changed. It's just more in the public eye now. That's that's the only I, I, difference. Yeah, you're right,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: that's crazy though. And that's a that's lot. Four hundred G's. These kids are becoming. It's, these kids are becoming pro athletes.
3: I will say that the football program That's did wild. a neat thing of like, I, I don't know, you know, it could be bad corporate deal on the side, but it looked pretty good that they brought in uh, investment firm Robin Hood to teach like these kids financial literacy, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Because with all this yeah. money getting thrown at them and all these side deals and stuff, I swear to God, I hope that these people are planning for taxes and stuff like that and and are not getting caught off yeah, guard Yeah, exactly. Next year.
1: There's a lot of... <laughs> With money comes financial exactly. responsibility.
2: Yeah, I hope they're learning about that side of the business, but probably not. Probably not until it's too late. Until their money is being taken away from them, they you know they get half of what they're they think they're going to get, and they're like, "Yo, what happened?" And then it's you know too
1: what late. though, I, I look at this kind of like similarly. For instance. Whenever I was in high school, I partied a lot in high school. So when I went to college, I knew better, right? So I made good grades, graduated, you know, magna cum laude, like did really, really well. Pause. Other kids you that didn't loud? end up going.
2: Oh, yes. ho, ho. How, how, loudly Ooh, yeah. <laughs> how
1: loudly
3: did you cum? Oh, Joe. How
1: loudly did you cum?
3: That took Ashley's brain a little while to no, realize no. <laughs> what we were doing there, Kev.
1: It did. It did. It did. It did. It did. Yes. Anyways. But my point, my point being that, like, I, I know a lot of kids that didn't, like, that were sheltered when they were kids and when they go to, into college and then they party real hard and they fail out, et cetera. I look at it kind of like that. Is it better for these kids to get the money while they're in college and then discover their financial downfalls? That way, if they do go to the NBA, they're more smart with their money? Because you know how, like, people who've never had money before – They get it for the first time, and it's like balls to the wall making stupid financial decisions, right? So if we do it early enough, then would that make a difference for them on the backside so that they're not, you know, ending up like MC Hammer bankrupt? You know
2: what I think should happen? I think whenever Hmm. you sign an NIL contract like that, that you should also be forced to take a, a business or accounting class that comes along with that. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. you know that you can learn what to do with your money and learn how you know you don't have to blow it on whatever sneakers or clothes or whatever you into that that some kind of accounting c- class comes along with that i think that would
1: serve you know what players honestly well. that not even just players i think that would serve anyone yeah. well you know how many kids come out of college i've experienced it myself At like, you know, in my business. And it's like, oh, they said I was going to make this amount. What's all this? Why why is it this amount? Well, yeah, you got to pay taxes. You got to pay into Social Security. You got your insurance that comes. Like these kids don't fucking know this Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, why on earth out of all classes? Like, oh, you're absolutely required to take an English, a math, a science and whatever. Why is like financial accounting not a required course whether it's in high school or Mm -hmm. college why is this not a thing because
3: the the courses they give you like the humanities and all the stuff that you think oh this is stupid i'm never going to use it it's to give you like a well-rounded view of the world is the best way to look Mm -hmm. at it um but you can always hire an accountant like i don't need to know about accounting i can just hire an accountant Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: But I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about like real life situations. I'm talking about like, okay, this is like how your paycheck gets broken down. Mm. This is, you have to pay taxes. This is what this is. Um, This is how you save money. This is knowing what your budget is and how to stay within your budget. This is how much money you make, which means you can't have that much money going out. Kids don't get Mm -hmm. that.
3: I agree. Well, Kevin has never paid taxes anyway because he has a shell corporation in the Cayman Islands. Well. <laughs> damn, damn, you know what? Good for him. Dave smart, snitch, smart. Man.
2: God, that was supposed to be
3: our secret. Shit,
2: can't trust <clears throat> nobody anymore. I was,
1: I was rich enough for a freaking shell corporation <laughs> down the. Bottom. Definitely
2: don't have a shell corporation, guys. Don't, don't believe Dave. <laughs> he likes to lie on my name a
0: lot. Got a question for the team or for an upcoming guest? Want to rant or offer Kevin a job? Call us at 304-807-9098 and leave a message. We want to play your message on the show. Don't be shy. Call us. So
1: let's talk about
2: Oscar. You know, um, he he went back to college, which which has a lot of people puzzled, but not really me because from all the draft sites that I've seen, it doesn't have him going very high. Um, Has him going, like, second to late second round which is
1: but that's crazy to me because kevin really what does he they, gotta do what does he gotta do
2: exactly but also it's a catch 22 because now he set the bar so high his first year at kentucky anything under that is uh underachievement mm-hmm. and now and right it, it all goes back to which i never understood from the nba i wish i feel kind of happened in, in my situation too when i came out It's like the longer you stay in college, the less value you have to an NBA team. And it's so weird. That doesn't make any sense. That's bizarre
1: to me because they should want someone who's developed.
2: But you're considered as old, so to speak, if you've been in college. So their, their logic, just from what I know and what I've been around and heard, is if you were so good, why didn't you come out your freshman year, sophomore year? Junior, why did it take you all well, the way to four years? That's their logic, which is dumb as hell. Because
1: to get a fucking degree, you also, asshole. Also,
2: not to only to get a degree. Everybody doesn't. Um, everybody doesn't progress at the same rate. Sometimes you need four right. years to be a pro. It doesn't take a lot. Yes. A lot of times they go with um, potential over production, and which is which is mm. so stupid. Which is why we have so many busts in the league because you're going off a guy because he can jump forty feet in the air. And can dunk everything. Yeah, that's cool. But then what about if he, you know, God, God forbid he gets an injury. What else can he do? How else is he productive to your system? And that's, I don't think they see that side. All they see is ticket sales and what's going to be the next flashy thing.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's silly, too, that they wouldn't allow or even want someone who went to college for four years. Because what if it's deeper than that? What if it's, well, I was a part of a good team. We had to give it a minute, but we won a national mm-hmm. championship. That's why I stayed. I wanted the trophy or I wanted a degree or this or that. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, what is the NBA even looking for? Because no offense, these motherfuckers don't even play. Defense. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> really, I don't know I don't what they're doing. I they don't know
2: what they're doing because... And I feel like seventies, eighties, even nineties, you had. That's all the NBA wanted was guys that was four years under program. Nobody was leaving after their freshman sophomore year like that. You had to be a real right? special player mm-hmm. to be. Even Jordan left after his junior year at North Carolina. You right. had to be a special player. Yep. I feel like the early two thousands. That's when kind of you know you had the you had more high school guys coming out. You had more one and duns coming out, and that was the start of it. But now you have so many busts Mm -hmm. because these guys aren't proven. All you see is one game of them dunking five times and they're a lottery pick. It doesn't make any sense. Right.
1: No, it doesn't. And it's also stupid, too, because, like, how many times have we seen the, oh, this guy went high in the draft and then he goes to play and he can't? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that was a bust. That was a bust for a pick because this guy's not developed yet. No shit he's not developed yet. He left. After his fucking freshman year. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know what they're hoping to accomplish. Because back in the day, it was you go to the NBA and then you could just play because you're already developed. They actually chose their team Mm -hmm. around that development. They know who's going to gel well, what's going to happen. But now you don't really know what you're getting. I mean, don't get me
2: wrong. You know, sometimes you'll have a transcendent guy, you have a Zion Williamson, you have a Brandon Ingram who comes out after 1 year and they do great in the NBA, but that's very few mm-hmm. and far between and the guys that they're picking up Right. It takes them 5, 6 years to turn into a decent player. So it's just like you're right. getting, like it's a big gamble and I think I don't think they they care. It's just like they're throwing away money. So whoever it's it's crazy to me
1: right but it's also silly too like if they would just let these guys you know develop while they're in college not only are they developing they're also developing a Mm -hmm. fan base at the same time so when they do leave and go to a team those people that were a fan of that college team are now following this person Mm -hmm. for this team you know what i mean kind of like what we do with Mm -hmm. javon you know what i mean we'd follow him fucking anywhere so you know it's that's kind of like the concept it's more money for them if they if they would think about it like that
4: Ethan, what was you saying? What can Oscar I was saying what can Oscar do to raise his draft stock cuz yeah. I mean he just he won yeah. he won unanimous national player of the year. He's he's the first in like he's the first since Tyler Hansbrough to come back after winning. That's like that's been so like 13 years. You want to know I something that's crazy?
2: The one thing that he can do is the one thing that's why I say he's in a catch 22 because the one thing that I feel like the NBA is looking for is for him maybe to expand his his range maybe out to the three point line. But if he does that, then he won't get he won't get to do what he's great at, which is rebounding, scoring around the paint. And and mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. it's crazy that it comes down to that because it's like, okay, do I show them something that can get me paid in the future and sacrifice my game for what I do great at? And now it's like, oh, he shoots too much. Now he he shoots too much. He doesn't do what he you know what I mean. It's a catch twenty two. You
1: can't win. Yeah, no, you're right.
2: I feel yep. bad. I feel you're bad absolutely for him right because literally nothing else he could do. He reached the pinnacle of yeah. college basketball. I, the only, there's nothing else he can
4: do. The only thing I can th- the only thing I can think of that he can find that balance and still work on a skill is playmaking. Like how Jokic and Embiid kind of play perimeter, but like they don't always shoot it. They'll pass it around. I'm th- like that's the only thing yeah. I can think he can do, but it still takes. And him some away people from the aren't win.
2: Jokic. Like you, you have to go with. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you, Jokic's about to be. a I think yeah. he should yeah. win MVP again this year. He about to be two time MVP. You, not everybody is him. You got to, ex- you know what I mean? You got to accept people for what they do. Great yep. and Oscar's a great rebounder, great finisher around the rim, has a nose for the ball. That's what he's great at. So to try to make him something that he's not, just in order to get his draft stock up, I I think is. That's like criminal, man. Like, you, like, it's, that's, it's Mm -hmm. messed up, to be honest.
1: I agree. And I don't see what the problem is. He's a great player, as is. Like, I don't understand what more they want from him. You know what I mean? Like, and like you said, and why? Why sacrifice something that you're good at to try to show Mm -hmm. more? And it's also at the Mm -hmm. detriment of the team.
2: Yep. And it's just,
1: I, I do I feel, feel bad,
2: bad for Oscar. Like we said before, he's a great kid. Anybody who's been around him or interviewed him has said he's is a great kid. So, again, another know. example of somebody going somewhere that um, that he he picked for himself and he got crucified for it, but it ended up working out for him.
3: And uh right, yeah. he rocks a cowboy hat. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I, know. <laughs> I don't know if that was he
2: learned that from West
1: Virginia. Hey, there's or a not. lot of kid. There's a lot of cowboys yeah. in Kentucky.
3: No, I'm saying he rocks it. Like it I'm works.
1: Saying. Oh, he, it definitely works. He definitely looks good in a cowboy hat. Yeah. I like the look. So
3: I, I don't know where he goes from
2: here.
1: But I also want to, I also want to make the point to, to the fact that. See, a lot of people saw what Oscar did. He left West Virginia, he goes to Kentucky, and he fucking kills it. By the way, Mm -hmm. that is a rarity. That is like literally finding the biggest diamond in the world, and you're the one digging for it. Like, Mm -hmm. not likely to happen, right? And But some people think that this is like a thing now. Like, that that is what's going to happen to everyone that leaves. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be Oscar. You know what I mean? I'm going to go here, and I'm going to be great. I hope people realize Let, that. Let's that's not, not forget,
2: Oscar was a five-star recruit, McDonald's All-American. So, if you were that, okay, cool. Right. <laughs> you gotta, you got <laughs> right. something to stand on. Exactly. But if you weren't, good
0: luck to you. <laughs> New to the show? Check out all of our previous episodes. We've got some great interviews with Coach Bob Huggins, Pat White, Javon Carter, Deuce McBride, Sean McNeil, Jalen Bridges, and many more. All available now.
1: Speaking of rarities, we, don't, we do not get enough female Mountaineers, in my opinion. We've had like two before. Our new Mountaineer now, Mary Roush, super excited. Also, isn't she the first freshman to be chosen as the Mountaineer? Yep. Which that's incredible. That is a first for sure. Um, so huge congratulations to Mary Roush, yeah. our new Mountaineer.
2: Yeah, and by the way, for everybody saying that oh yeah, we need a, a man to be a mountain mountaineer is not gender specific. You can be a mountaineer and be a woman as well. Like so let's
3: calm down on that talk. Exactly. I was I was at the uh yeah. the hand, the changing of the rifle, the passing of the rifle and she's got some spark to her. I'm really excited to see what she does and it was so nice seeing a bunch of the old mountaineers there as well, like just talking over explaining what they do. Like Colson did a 1000 appearances in the last 2 years. Hey, listen, last oh time we God. had a woman
2: Mountaineer, we went to the final four. Don't forget
3: that. Oh, yeah, oh. Rebecca. Don't forget that. Yeah, she was there, too. You're don't right. That. There we go. Females,
1: good luck, man. Go.
3: Who run the world, Ash? Love that. Who run huh? the world? Ash does not get that. Girls.
1: Was-
3: <laughs> She's coming louder again. I had to
1: think for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm, girls she just yes. come louder she again just... so um
3: yeah but all the there were a bunch of mountaineers there uh my first mountaineer brock burwell um was there love that dude um and there were a bunch of others timmy and trevor and um natalie and rebecca were both there and it was just so cool to see them like just welcoming her into the family and those guys and and, and women know that uh what a pain in the ass that job can be but also how amazing it is and how much it means to those people and um, you know they've welcomed mm-hmm. Mary into their family, so I think we as fans should too. Um, yes. I think that there's no question that any anyone that's crazy enough to put on the buckskins and carry that rifle everywhere and get stopped by TSA and and even one uh, at Madison Square Garden was uh, interviewed by the FBI oh, because they shot the rifle in Madison Wait, Square what? Garden. Yeah, that was uh, revealed in the uh, the passing ceremony that they got stopped by the FBI for firing a firearm. I'd never heard about in this Madison story. Square Garden. <gasps> That's that crazy. is
1: insane. like the FBI didn't know no. that it's a mascot. Like I'm so confused, yeah.
3: so i've been I've been doing wow. uh, WB's w's TikTok for a while, and one of the things we got was an expert on The Mountaineer. She wrote a book Rosemary Hathaway. And she talks about like how um it was muddled after Davy Crockett with the outfit and stuff like that eventually, and before it was just like they bought their own buckskins. they made their own costumes. Um, and it's really, really mm-hmm. interesting. um but yeah, she she's gonna be great. I think she's got. Uh, aside to her that we haven't seen yet, from you know just the uh, the uh, the announcement at the basketball game and her cheer off and stuff like that. So I think she'll be really exciting if we do some games around the state or we do just another alumni game. Uh, we'll try to have her there too. Um, but I think she'll she'll be the uh, at TBT. Uh, Colson was our first mountaineer at the TBT. He's leaving after two years now, but I think we started a really cool tradition with that, where one of their first big events outside of the spring game. Um, with Mountaineer fans will be our TBT game, and it's at home, so I think that's really special.
2: Yeah, that's super dope. Oh, I love that. I think um, her being there will definitely liven things up. Uh, do we still have the pep band coming or no?
3: They always travel, so it's just whenever John lets them. Nice, move. nice. I'm ready to a. Hey. Yeah, we I'm had super excited. We had the we had Charleston rocking like we had an incredible uh, display of, um, of of fandom and and the cheer off and I think Kev when you couldn't make our show but appeared on uh Taylor Kennedy show you said that uh you know it was you got chills here in the band again in Charleston. Yeah
2: no doubt I felt like I was back in college. Um it, just like the atmosphere. I, I, I didn't that. even expect that. Obviously I expected it to be a good turnout because our fans always turn out but but that was just crazy. And we play right after Marshall which made it even better. So um man yeah I, I mm. can't wait. And um speaking of the T B T I'm working on the team right now. Um, I said on, on another interview that I, I have half the team right now and um, got some promising, um, some promising may- maybes. I got some promising maybes. So if if we get everybody that I'm going after, we're gonna have a real legit shot to win this thing. So y'all y'all stay tuned for updates Yay. weekly. Dave will be throwing them on our. Um, social media sites instagram facebook twitter all that stuff so y'all y'all just stay tuned for that i'm you know i'm trying to make the best team possible
1: i love I that. think what's cool is that get hopefully it, we
3: get them on the show to uh, announce them as well and get to know them a little bit more and um i think that uh this is going to be a really exciting summer i know we're kind of um people are asking us about uh, the summer plans. Like we did a couple of tours last year, but I think we might be switching that up this year. Kev, we haven't really announced it, but we've been talking about some different things. Um, so if there are any businesses or companies that want to help sponsor our journey, um, reach out to the final forecast account or reach out to Kev, uh, reach out to anyone that's usually on the team. You can send us a DM or, or email us at finalforecast@gmail.com. At uh, it all helps bring in all the guys, uh, TBT seems like it's just a, a weekend of fun, but it's a lot of uh, work and money and effort to bring everybody in for the week before to practice, to train, hotels, travel, all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you want to let, you want to help us, let us know. Yeah,
2: I got. I also got to give y'all a shout out too. Um,
3: between you, Greg and John,
2: because I'm just now getting to the other side of it. Before I was just, you know, they called me to play. All right, cool. I'll just show up and play. But now, just seeing what else goes into it. It, it, y'all, y'all do a, a great job, and y'all have been doing a great job, and just trying to get fundraising for money and get guys in. It's, it's it's a lot, man. People don't know that trying to coordinate everybody's schedule and get everybody on the same page is, is not a hard, it's not an easy job. But um, you you guys do a great job. So salute mm-hmm. to y'all on that. I'm learning that how hard it is now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, don't forget to get your tickets to the TBT. Tickets are available now for the uh, July 24th to 27th games in Charleston. You can get them at com slash tickets.
2: Yes, sir. Chase oh, the there championship. There we go. We had... We had we got Chase in this championship. We got E Banks who won a championship out in Bahrain. So we hey Ooh. we got a lot of guys. Ethan hopefully I could get into the playoffs to my team. I don't know about that, but you know, we got some other Mountaineers in, in championship situations. Yep.
1: I love it. Well we know John's in the playoffs, so that's John's promising. in the playoffs.
2: I think Logan's in the
1: playoffs or or
2: is going towards the playoffs. I'm not sure, but we got we got guys all around doing their thing.
1: I love it. We have such a presence overseas. It's great.
2: That was another episode of the final forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. Of course, got my lovely co-host Ashley with
1: me. That's me.
2: Super producer, Dave. I'm here. Trusty intern, Ethan. Adios. You. And hopefully John will come back next episode. Hopefully we'll all be together. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Peace.